something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Wake that ass up in the morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Dr. Joseph Puma is here. Dr. Puma, welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Now, if you, you know, Dr. Puma's been here before. Yes. You know, but uh, it's very important to note that February is American Heart Month. Correct. Yes, as well as Black History Month, of course. That's, that's right. right. But that's why we have him here today to talk about all things heart health. Now, uh, for, for people that don't know or didn't hear when you were here previously, tell people what you do. I'm a cardiologist. Mm-hmm. I'm the founder of uh, Soren Medical, which is the largest uh, independent cardiology practice in New York City. Uh, my goals are to democratize health care. We have the, uh, objectively, we've won an award four quarters in a row for the number one heart scan in America, the highest quality imaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're insurance-based. We take care of everybody that comes through our doors, whether they're a billionaire or they're undomiciled. Mm-hmm. Uh, our goal is to be part of the communities that we work in and to try and educate and help people live longer. Yeah. I tell people all the time, man, you know, I've, I've dealt with real bad anxiety my whole life. So, you know, I always have the heart palpitations. I always feel like I'm having a heart attack. So uh, at the end of 2022, I did like every single, you know, heart 
test you could imagine. Mm-hmm. But the one that put me at ease the most was the Soren heart scan. Could you tell people what the Soren heart scan is, Dr. Poom? So when we image the heart, uh, we're basically using a camera, right? Mm-hmm. The Soren heart scan uses the fastest camera available in the world. It's a CAT scan. It's the only one of its kind in New York City dedicated to um, evaluating heart disease. And uh, in a three to four minute scan, we're able to see the arteries in the heart, see if there's any blockage, to see if there's any plaque, Mm -hmm. buildup of uh, beginning of blockage, uh, calcification. We can see the heart chambers, the major arteries in the body, the aorta, pulmonary arteries. In addition, we get a a limited view of the lungs and other um, structures, but it's the most accurate scan. Uh, it takes three, four minutes. It's eliminated the need for having stress testing. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, it's eliminated the need, and, and this is all um, uh, peer-reviewed published data, eliminated the need by almost half for having invasive heart catheterizations where you have to go in the hospital and we have to put catheters in. So a simple test. Uh, Charlemagne, I, I, I think you're right. You've been a big promoter of mental health. Mm-hmm. And, you know, about half the people that come to a cardiologist have symptoms that sound like it's from their heart, but it's often just from anxiety and stress. Mm-hmm. And so often that one simple scan, if it's completely normal, it's like yours, DJ Envy, mm-hmm. was perfectly normal, can put your mind at ease and, and, and allow you to get on with your life without worry. Well, let's, let's talk about the scan. So, you know, every year I go get a physical and um, I heard Charlemagne talk about this test that he did for his heart and, and how, you know, how he felt comfortable after. So uh, I have six kids, so I like to as much as I can try to prevent anything or try to check up on anything. So I went and got the heart scan. Uh, I didn't take that long. Like you said, maybe 10 minutes, the longest I was in the office at in in totality. Uh, So just tell people what, what it consists of. uh, And we can do a reading on mine. I'm fine with it. And so let's, let's go there. So people come there and now what happens when they get there? Okay. So first, first thing I think that's important to understand is um, number one, heart disease is the number one killer in America. Mm -hmm. Okay. Even if you add all the cancers in the world, uh, in America together, heart disease kills more people every year. Wow. And that's not to minimize, you know, the, 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 the effects of cancer. That's just mm-hmm. to say this is a major public health problem. Correct. Second, uh, I appreciate you inviting me during Heart Health Month, February, mm-hmm. because it's also Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And for the African-American community in particular, mm-hmm. They die at twice the rate of heart of uh, whites from heart disease. Mm-hmm. They develop high blood pressure, diabetes at a much earlier age. Mm-hmm. And so they're more likely to have complications. What the Soren Heart Scan does is you come in the office. You can arrange it on your own. You can call pound 250. You can go on our website and schedule it at your convenience. When you come in, you know, you get the initial paperwork, which takes a minute or two. We bring you in. We put an intravenous in, an IV mm-hmm. in your arm. We bring you in the lab. You lay on the uh, the, the table for the CAT scan. Our um, unbelievable nurses then will monitor your heart rate and blood pressure. Because we're imaging a moving object as opposed to doing a scan of your brain or your abdomen, which is not moving, mm-hmm. we want to get your heart rate down to around 60 to 65. So they might give you some intravenous medication to lower your heart rate. Mm-hmm. They'll put a nitroglycerin under your tongue because that helps dilate the arteries around the heart so we get better pictures and we can really see the flow. Mm-hmm. And then we do the scan. And all of that, as you said, 
shouldn't be more than 15 minutes in the office and the scan itself about three to four minutes. Now, now you did my scan uh, a couple of months ago uh, and I was very nervous, uh, not nervous of what is, is wrong, but I guess nervous about finding out. Right. I think that's what most people like it. Yeah. Most people don't want to find out if something is wrong. Right? Shoot, I do when it comes to the heart because tell them about that Widowmaker, Doc. Yeah, so, <laughs> again, just from a, uh, uh, the standpoint of understanding heart disease better, mm-hmm. a third of people who have heart attacks never even knew they had heart disease before they had them. Mm-hmm. A third of people who have heart attacks die the day they have their heart attack. Mm. So it's not pleasant. So some of this is silent. It grows as time goes on, right? Especially if you have risk factors, high blood pressure, diabetes, smoke, you're overweight, you're sedentary. If you have high cholesterol or a family history of heart disease, Mm -hmm. okay? These are all the things that as time goes on, the body changes and you're building up plaque and blockage in the arteries. But once you have the test, even if you have a severe blockage, we can easily treat it. Nine out of 10 times, if a blockage is severe, the flow is limited through the artery. And mm-hmm. we have some objective data, you know, objective approaches to figuring that out. Nine out of 10 times, we can treat it with a stent, which is an outpatient procedure. Unfortunately, one in 10 times, you might need open heart surgery. Yikes. But it's proven you'll live longer. Mm-hmm. And even in the people who don't, who say they don't have any symptoms, oftentimes after we've treated their arteries and their heart, they come back to the office and follow up and say, you know what, I actually feel better. Mm. I didn't think I felt bad, but now I I feel better. So I understand there's a lot of stress and anxiety about it. The other thing is, if, if the scan is completely normal, mm-hmm. no plaque, no calcification, no blockage, let's say like your scan, mm-hmm. That means over the next 10 years, your risk of having a heart attack, stroke, or death is less than 2%. Jesus. That Amen. is the best um, That is the, the, the best risk group you could be in. But we're able, even if there is mild or moderate plaque, we're able... To, like me. Right. Mm-hmm. We talked about your risk factors. We talked about the goals of your of cholesterol treatment or blood pressure treatment. And once we know that... Your survival should be exactly the same or pretty close to DJ Envy's, your your lifespan. And in fact, we calculated a risk, mm-hmm. and it was like 2.5% over the next 10 mm-hmm. years, uh, a risk of heart attack, stroke, or death. So the key is just show up. Mm-hmm. You never know what you find. You know, one of the most amazing experiences I had last year, um, Charlemagne, was uh, when we attended your Mental Wealth Expo. Mm-hmm. And Thank you for coming, too. Oh, thanks for inviting us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it was inspirational to us. There were thousands of people there. Many of them were there because of mental health issues. But the, but the reality is many of them were there just because they were trying to take charge of their health. They mm-hmm. were searching for information. They were, mm-hmm. and, and you're someone, the two of you are, are, are people that, you know, that, that have influence. People listen to you, okay, and they trust you. And so we set up a booth, and we were doing free blood pressure screenings. We must have screened 400 people that day. Wow. Over 200 of them, their blood pressure was out of control. Mm. And out of that 200, about 50 or 60 didn't even know they had high blood pressure. So just show up. It's simple things. As a community, Mm -hmm. as physicians, 
We we can do screenings, for instance, in in the local churches, barbershops, you know, anywhere really, schools. And and once you know, once you have that information, DJ Envy, then it's just a matter of finding a doctor or a healthcare provider that you you have faith in, that you trust, and working with them to control, get on the right medicines, and and monitor and control your blood pressure or your cholesterol mm-hmm. or your diabetes. Hey, I'm on statin for my uh, cholesterol, but did, did you mentioned you keep mentioning high blood pressure, you keep mentioning diabetes, you keep mentioning stroke. What I find interesting is that young black people are living with diseases more common at older ages. They're living with these diseases that should be that are usually more common at older ages. That's scary. That that's exactly right. In the black community, compared to the white community, mm-hmm. if um, the rate of high blood pressure in Blacks between 35 and 49 is 50% higher wow. than whites. The rate of diabetes is 40% higher. And if you have these chronic diseases earlier, they're more likely over time to cause complications, to have problems, to cause heart attack and stroke. And even at 65, heart disease, is uh, blacks are 50% more likely to die of heart disease than whites. Mm-hmm. So these are chronic problems that can cause devastating acute uh, complications. And so finding it early and treating it and following with the doctor. From a physician standpoint, it's our job to make it easy. It's our Mm -hmm. job to listen. It's our job to build a relationship. It's our job to make sure when you have a test, for instance, you get the results of the test. And Mm -hmm. we explain to you you know, clearly in language, you can understand what the implications are and, and how best to treat it. I was going to ask if if you just, you know, go over some of the stuff. So what are you looking for when you're actually doing the scan of the heart? Now, is it is it easy to detect plaque? And like, you know, where, where somebody does have plaque or somebody does have a problem, you can actually fix the problem right then and there. Correct. In most cases, in in most cases in New York state. We still have to bring you to the hospital to do it, although, as you reflect, we have an ambulatory surgical center in in lower Manhattan, and we can fix lots of problems there, but we're not allowed to go into the heart yet, so we still have to do it in the hospital. But if we see a widow-maker lesion, we'll get you in the hospital same day or next morning. But the images we get, we we get two things. We get get, um, images of the arteries as if we did a catheterization so we can see blockage, and then we do a... um, what's called a heart flow. It's a company in California that has this amazing artificial intelligence software that can give us an objective assessment of flow in the artery. Mm -hmm. And we have some cut points that tell us if it's significant or not, any of the plaques, and that they might need a stent. Mm -hmm. Is there a way to lower cholesterol without taking medication? Yeah, there are a lot of ways. Will I be on statin forever? um, Right now, you'll be on statins forever only because... All the research studies we have done are so powerful and show that people who take statins live longer because of the reduction in heart attack or stroke. However, through diet, exercise, you can lower cholesterol. Mm -hmm. And so some people don't necessarily need statins. One of the first... Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper 
into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. 
comedian, writer and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Cholesterol medicines ever, um, uh, I don't want to say invented, but ever uh, used to treat cholesterol is actually a naturally occurring vitamin, niacin. That lowers cholesterol very well. It has lots of side effects, which is why it's, it's not so commonly used. It can cause facial flushing. Um, but, um, but yeah, there are, there are ways. And, and people who are overweight, you're not overweight, mm-hmm. so it's, it's, it would be more difficult. But people who are often overweight, I, I don't think it's a, a big surprise that there's an obesity epidemic in this country. Um, and that affects blacks more than whites as well. Diet and exercise can lower their cholesterol. Mm-hmm. We've had many patients that through diet and exercise um, are able to come off of diabetes medicines, mm-hmm. less blood pressure medicines. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we have these these weight loss drugs. And I'm, I'm smiling because I had, I had a patient two weeks ago that I discussed one of the weight loss drugs. You know, there's like, I think, three or four of them now. Ozempic, Wigovi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Um, when I told him, you know, maybe we can talk about it and consider it, he said, no, just this morning I was listening to The Breakfast Club and Charlemagne said that when you're on these when you're on these weight loss drugs, you got diarrhea all the time. Diarrhea. And, and, that's one of the side effects I thought they said sometimes, right? Or no? That's what, yeah, that's what I read. So it could be a side effect. Uh-huh. Again, when you read about side effects, these aren't. Often the side effects are in the low single-digit percentages. Well, I, I did have a homeboy who was on it. He was an Olympic gold medalist, and he definitely had <laughs> diarrhea. He definitely said diarrhea was one of the side effects. Yeah, and, and it's possible. Listen, mm-hmm. there are definitely— well, What do you think about Olympic? Like, because, you know, it's a—I guess it was supposed to be a di- for diabetes, right? Correct. To, to fight diabetes. But people are using it for weight loss. Is that a healthy thing? Is that a healthy thing? So it would be healthier if you weren't overweight in the first place. Correct. Um, but, I, but I don't think we should stigmatize people that are overweight. Some people's metabolism is different. I think um, I am much more on board now with these medications. At the American Heart Association meetings in November of mm-hmm. 2023, there was for the first time a research study that proved that patients who took um these weight loss drugs, Ozempic and Wagovi, which are the same mm-hmm. drug, actually had a lower risk of heart attacks and death. Really? So in certain populations, uh, usually what we do is, you know, we'll, we'll try and counsel people. We'll try and work with them, educate them on diet and exercise, um, and then monitor them. To the extent they can lose weight that way, that would be preferable. But if they can't, there are options. I would prefer a drug to, to surgery you know, there are a lot of surgical options to lose weight, but there's lots of side effects, you know, with surgery as well. You know, patients lose weight. If patients have surgery for weight loss, their weight loss is usually greater than if they take the drugs. If mm-hmm. if you're taking the injections for weight loss, maximum or the, or the median, I would say, is about 15% of your weight, you know, you'll drop. So 
If you're 250 pounds, you'll lose maybe 35, 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. Next, last question on this. I know you're not here for that, but what does Ozempic do to make you lose weight? Like, does it, you know, shrink your stomach? Like, what does it do where people lose weight and so fast? So it affects metabolism and transit time. Okay, so you're transiting your food that you eat much slower through through the body. So you feel full more often. Mm. So most patients who are on Ozempic uh, uh, or or Wagovi uh, or Munjaro, they they don't have an appetite. Mm. They don't feel hungry. So I saw someone yesterday, for instance, who had lost 42 pounds, been on it for six months, wants to stay on it, um, but he he said he you know used to eat three meals a day and have snacks. He has one meal a day now. Is that healthy? It depends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every everything depends. Mm-hmm. Again, it would be better if 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 we could do all these things naturally. It would be better if we didn't need to need, use medications. Mm-hmm. It would be better if people didn't need to to see me. Um, but uh, you know, and I spent most of my career dealing with the complications of all these problems, and and in the last few years, I've really focused on on prevention and uh, and trying to increase awareness and education. Um, so these conversations are so important. What you all are doing is critically important um, for all communities mm-hmm. to, to start understanding these things. So, you know, is it healthy? It would be better if we didn't need it, right? right. It's American Heart Month. What should people be doing right now, Dr. Poom? Um, so it's American Heart Month. I love February. Because it's Heart Health Month, every place you turn, every media, no matter how you consume media, you're going to see something about awareness. Get your blood pressure checked. Get blood tests. Check your your sugar levels, okay? Go see your doctor. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to do that or you can't do that, let's start getting healthy. Get off the couch. You don't need to train for the marathon. How about we just get off the couch or, you know, on the way home from work before you go in, take a brisk walk around the block, you know, in a few weeks, try two walks, you know, two blocks, just start getting active. But, but I think that, you know, February is a great month because it's a great reset month. We think about it, we talk about it, and hopefully it encourages people to take charge of their health. What, 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 you know, since I've been on the show last time, Mm -hmm. What's just amazed me and and just blown me away is how many people you've inspired and encouraged to take charge of their health and to just show up. And then the other thing I would do is if I was a patient, I would put pressure on my doctors. Remember, when you go see the doctor, that doctor works for you. So have a list of questions before you go in. Mm Mm-hmm. Whether it's things you don't feel well about or, or things that you, you know, that you, you're not sure about or side effects of your medicine, have a list of questions. Don't let them leave that room until your questions are answered. Don't let them leave that room until they schedule the test to give you um, an answer. So really, it's just take charge of your own life. I have one last question. Um, signs of a heart attack, right? And I think this is what gives a lot of people anxiety, which all we were talking what are the signs of a heart attack, right? Because, you know, if you get a, t- a tingling in your left hand, people think heart attack, right? If you get pain on your left side, you think heart attack. If your left arm hurts, heart attack. What are the typical signs of a heart attack? Yeah, that's that's actually a great question. And that's the reason why so many people with anxiety come in. So the typical signs of a heart attack, if, you, if you're watching George Clooney in ER, let's say, you know, is you get tightness, pressure, like a crushing sensation in your chest. 
We call it chest pain, but most people say it's not really a pain. Okay, it's a crushing pressure in your chest. Mm -hmm. You get short of breath. You can get diaphoretic, which means cold, clammy, and sweaty. The symptoms often radiate to the left arm associated with numbness, and we're not really sure why that occurs. Mm -hmm. The problem is in women and in diabetics, they get atypical symptoms. What I just described are the typical symptoms. So I'd expect a man like yourself to have those symptoms. But women and diabetics, diabetics can get atypical symptoms. They can feel fatigued. They can feel a little short of breath. They might feel indigestion-like symptoms. People who have sharp chest pain, chest pain that increases when they take a deep breath, chest pain that occurs, you know, when they do a particular motion, go to pick up a box or reach for something. That's almost always not from your heart. Mm -hmm. That's almost always musculoskeletal. But let's go back to anxiety. When you're anxious, your heart rate goes up, mm -hmm. you hyperventilate, you can get tightness in your chest, it becomes hard to breathe, and you can get numbness in your arm. So it could be exactly the same. The point is, you're not alone out there. You're not alone out there. There's people to help you. Go seek attention. Take charge of your health. Get the answer you need so you can rid yourself of some of this anxiety. That doesn't mean the anxiety will go away. You might still have anxiety and panic attack. Mm -hmm. But at least now you'll have the information to know I'm not having a heart attack. That's right. And that takes that that alone takes away some of the anxiety and the stress. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give me your information, Dr. Puma. Tell me where to find you. Um, well, we have offices all over um, New York City, into New Jersey, Monroe, even up in Middletown, New York, uh, SorenMedicalNY.com. Uh, you can find us there. We have our ambulatory surgical center and our award-winning Soren Heart Scan is uh, based at 120 Wall Street on the corner of South Street, right across from the river near the South Street Seaport. Um, and we accept Everyone and anyone, regardless of your insurance status or ability to pay, we're here for the communities mm -hmm. that we serve. We have about 25 offices um, across the New York City area. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Puma. We appreciate you for joining us. Absolutely. Thank always. you so much. Thank you all for having me here. I really appreciate it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake that ass up. In the morning. The Breakfast Club. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.